Is there a doctor in the house? Hey, it's Dr. Lisa. It's time for Dr. Lisa Gibbs' shit. Oh, my God. I've got to tell you what we've got in store today. I think this this could possibly be the most listened to show that I've had because part of it involves some sexual tension. But I'll get to that later. People love sexual tension. It really it really does kind of ring the bell for everybody, um, even animals and, and children. Um, speaking... I'm going to get in trouble here. So, um, for saying that, no, I'm not. You can't get in trouble here. It's Radio Free Brooklyn. You can say fuck all you want. So, before we get started, I got to make my plug. You guys got to donate the money. Uh, I had uh, Derek Todd in here last week who gave me five bucks right off the top because he's making good money, you know, selling hats to Miley Cyrus. Uh, But anyway, so just go to Radio Free Brooklyn. If you donate a dollar a month, pledge a dollar a month, how cheap can you get? And then you just go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge and keep us going and commercial free and let us help all the uh, programs that we're doing for the neighborhood. Uh, I think we, you know, we're involved in so many things, including like literacy workshops and promoting bands and stuff that matters, some stuff that does good things, you know. Bernie Sanders would like us, I'm sure. Um, so anyway, uh, oh yeah, so, so I've been trying to like keep up with you guys uh, so that uh, you know kind of what's going on in my life. I'm actually feeling really good this week. It's been a really couple of tough weeks, but because um, I'm starting on a new project that involves um, trying to make money. And I'm, I'm not going to talk a lot about what it is. But, you know, I realize how my art, my career, and it's not just the career, it's the actual uh, connection to the work I'm making affects my mood. And um, so I was floundering a little couple weeks after my performance, and I had something going on. You know, that took up time, and then I was floundering, and now I'm back on. I'm back, folks, so we're in a good mood today. I'm in a particularly good mood because I'm going to introduce you right now to Leah Schrager. Hi, Leah you got to get a little closer okay. to the mic. Don't touch the mic. Don't touch the mic. We're not allowed. We're not allowed. Okay, say say something. Hello. Say hi, Leah. Hi. Uh, hi, hi, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Okay, a little closer. Let's get this right. Okay. I know. It's hard, isn't it? Because you're not supposed to touch the mics and everything. <laughs> okay, how's this? Okay, let me turn it up a little. Let's see. Let's okay. see. All right. Okay. okay. Say hi again. Hi, hi Lisa. A mm, little low. Hi. Hi, Lisa. I'm going to turn. Okay. okay. Say it Welcome. again. Hi, Lisa. Oh, that's much better. Much Hi. better. I love it. So anyway, um, I actually think that there's probably a bunch of people sitting around the campfire right now who know who Leah Schrager is. But I'm going to tell you in my uh, – this is the first time we've really – I mean, I met her briefly at a wonderful uh, show, that uh, two-person show that she was in at um, – it was her show a couple of weeks ago, so we chatted really briefly. But it was her opening, and she was surrounded by good-looking people, of course. And um, so this is the first time we've actually really sat down. Yeah. I don't make, yeah. I, I don't make eye contact, by the way, because <laughs> I'm used to um, – I forgot to tell you that beforehand because I'm used to doing therapy where people are lying down. Uh-huh. So it's all in my head. Huh. Um, but anyway – I like to say that. I like because I don't want to throw anybody off by mm-hmm. like thinking that I'm giving them weird vibes. Mm-hmm. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. Yes. So anyway, um, 
I'm going to tell you who Leah is from my, like what I know about her as an artist, and then I think we're going to tell a little bit about how our art projects have coincided. We have some weird connection through our art projects, and then we'll get into a deeper discussion. So let me tell you what is really, I'm going to try and say this in my own words, even though it's crypt. It's cribbed from a, a quote in Vice magazine that they wrote about Leah. So Leah is like a babe, but not like sort of a babe. Like Leah is like um, a mo- you know, like a play. A, I'm an old lady, but cliche Playboy bunny babe, like a real sexy, sexy babe. Um, and um, she has a. I think a very, um, I'm going to say modern and contemporary view on this. It's, it's an issue that I've thought a lot about, um, about not, not for myself, but the role of young women and the role of being sexy and all the pressure that women have to be sexy. And some women are just going to be sexier than others because it's partly genetics. I mean, some are going to be better at cooking. Some are going to be better at painting. Some are going to be better at... Uh, ruling the world, you know, like Hillary. So um, I think that sexuality should be considered a talent, myself, to some degree. You agree with that, Leah? Is yeah. that, that's yeah. what we're saying, right? Yeah. So um, I think Leah really embodies this. And as they say in Vice, she appropriates the male gaze for profit and sells her image as a cam girl for social and monetary capital. Capital. She elevates sex work to the level of postmodern art simply by asking it to be viewed as such. Like her, her work, yeah, sex work is art in, 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 for you guys that haven't gone past the third grade. Of all, all, my, all, my, all my listeners are past the third grade for sure. Maybe they're kids, but, you know. Um, <laughs> And um, this was about the video that uh, Leah was in. Leah was in this really, like, great video that I saw that involved a lot of other, um, quote-unquote, feminist artists. What was it called? The F word. The F word, feminist. Uh, Anyway, as they say in Vice, of all the young artists featured, Schrager's Schrager's work leaves her viewers most unsettled. So um, I personally love um, the controversy that I know surrounds her because she is using, like, sex, sex working as an art, as a way to make money in a very unapologetic way. And um, I love it because it pisses everybody off, right, Leah? Does that (laughs) make sense? it does. (laughs) Okay, so I just want you guys to know that I get her work, Mm -hmm. right, Leah? You do get it, Okay, okay. And then also, and I appreciate it, right? Mm -hmm. We know this. Okay. So then also the project she's working on currently, which I did get to talk to her a little bit about at the opening, is she is ONA, which stands for online... Online persona. Online persona. Um, and uh, she's in a character as a model musician. This is like a long ongoing project. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like a year, a couple yeah. years. Yeah. Okay. Model musician with a pop EP, which I heard, which is pretty cool. Thanks. A naked pace site and thousands of Instagram followers. She has over 300,000. I looked yeah, today. Like 320. You should check out her Instagram. It's Ona. Ona Artist. Ona Artist. And it's all like these really hot naked pictures of herself. Do you hear that, Not Phil? Naked. That's my husband if you're listening. <laughs> And then um, um, Mark McCarskey, if you're listening, but you're probably not because you're too involved in your little self-involved world. Um, <laughs> shout out, Mark. 
so her ultimate goal in this project uh, is ten million, ten million one. What is G? G? Ten million followers. IG followers. Yeah. Instagram. Uh, oh, Instagram. Ten million Instagram followers. So she's got three hundred thousand. One million al- album downloads. Major gallery representative representation, and all, and her ass on the cover of Rolling Stone. I yeah. think that getting your ass on the cover of Rolling Stone is going to be the hardest to mm-hmm. to achieve. Have you thought about that? I think that's going to be hard. Yeah. I think that's going to be harder than the other stuff because you don't have control over it. Yeah. But yeah, who yeah. knows? I hope I'm wrong. I, <laughs> I think the, I'm just saying I think the other stuff is achievable, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, um, anyway, so um, it's really, really funny because, like I said, this is the first time I'm actually spending any real time with Leah, but I was made well aware of her in 2010. I noticed her in the media, and other people kept remarking on her to me because she started doing this project called The Naked Therapist, where she did therapy on a webcam and, and then um, would undress. And it was clearly about um, desire and uh, stimulating um, um, you know, sexual feelings and working with those feelings. So, so I thought before we get started, Lee and I should just talk about that, like, you, and as you know, my fellow fellow listeners, if you don't know, like, well, then I'm just pissed at you if you don't even fucking know this about me. But I um, do therapy on stage. I have a TV pilot with Brick TV, Couples Therapy with Dr. Lisa. I'm a self-proclaimed psychotherapist, which is the whole premise behind the show, really. Mm-hmm this radio show. So I've been doing therapy on stage, on the street and on, you know, screen since 2001. I've had, I've had celebrity clients. I've had, you know, you know, I spent an hour with Amy Schumer once. I mean, I had, you know, I, uh, yeah. And, uh, Joe Gordon love it. And yeah, I'm, yeah, I've done it. I've done it. You know who I found recently that I, on a, on a, on a, um, Oh Jesus, somebody from, Orange is New Black. Never mind. Enough about me. So, Lee, let's talk about. Um, can you? Why don't you describe like your motivation and what what the idea behind naked therapy is? So you can we hear yeah. it from you. Yeah. So basically, naked therapy is a form of talk therapy during which the therapist and or patient becomes naked, and then that nakedness is used to facilitate unique client insights. That's the one liner on it. Um, <laughs> Yes. So talk about the role of sexuality in it and what, like, you take, yeah. you have, like, laun- you, you undress, right? Yeah, yeah. And you have, like, lingerie. It's not like you're you're um, just a naked person. You're yeah. a naked, seductive person, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. And sexual, um, it's, I read on the, it's mostly men that are your, yeah. your, your clients mm-hmm. and, um, you're dealing with really, um, male arousal. Mm-hmm. So can you explain like what the role, how, how you appropriate male arousal in the therapy? Yeah. Well, the idea is, is that is for arousal to be welcome in the therapy space. So especially for men, arousal and their arousal brain is, a big part of themselves and so the premise is that if you're not allowing that 
in the therapy space, then you're ignoring a part of the man. Mm. So what do you think then um, men, men, do men instantly recognize that or do some of them think, oh, this is a great cam- webcam experience? Or is it both like, what, how does that play out? Um, I would say that everyone who signs up actually really wants therapy. It's, mm-hmm. quite, it's quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know how it would be before I started. Right. Definitely everyone who signs up is there for therapy and is there for the, um, the, the situation that I've set up. Mm-hmm. And how does that, like, um, how does talking about, like, you know, I don't get that in my, my practice at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, how does that, that's an extra tool, really, to yeah. um, work with. So how does, that, how does that play out when you, how does dealing with the yeah. male desire play out and helping them? Well, for you to help, being able to help them. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, I think, I mean, how a patient reacts to nakedness is sort of different for everybody, although there are similarities. Um, but mainly, it's, I'll, I'll start doing it at a time that I feel is appropriate, and often the conversation will deepen, we'll go somewhere else, different, um, what one might say, unconscious feelings and desires and thoughts are awakened. Um, so do you yeah. think there's maybe a level of trust with you that um, they wouldn't have had otherwise? Yeah, ex- yes, absolutely. And a s- sense of intimacy? Yes. Do you think that, um, Does I'm curious to know, does the conversations get to be more sexual? Like, is there a mass? I know on the site they're allowed mm-hmm. to masturbate. Yeah. Um, you said you do, you're willing to do, you do light touching or whatever. So do like how, like, is there a lot of masturbation? Um, is that like most of the time, half the time? Um, I guess maybe I would say half. I'm actually, I don't always see who's on the other side, so I don't Uh, always know what they're doing. Um, Right, right, right. But definitely when I, um, yeah, I, it's, it's a good mix, I would say. Mm -hmm. And And every person does their own thing, really. Everyone has this. So right, and sometimes, and sometimes, um, the conversations probably aren't sexual, really, yeah. overtly sexual at all, yeah. right? Yeah, well, mostly they're not. Mostly, mm. it's really, um, uh, like if you if you write a transcript, you would see it sounding just like a regular talk therapy session with a bit of smatterings of "Wow, you look amazing," or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, etc. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was going to say, so sex is, so, um, wait, I had a thought in my head. Mm-hmm. This happens to me. Mm-hmm. I'm old. It's okay. Let me think. Um, so sexuality. So, um, sexuality is part of it. Do you think this is what I was going to say? So do they talk about like topics that they probably wouldn't talk to you about? Do you imagine they wouldn't talk to a shrink about in other circumstances? Like, do they talk to you about like their sexuality or women or their mm-hmm. wives or yeah. what would you say all about of, that? All of that. All, mm-hmm. of, all of what you said. I mean, it's a, it's a huge range. I think I get people who will talk very similar to what they would talk to a traditional therapist about mm-hmm. um, to people who are saying things that they've never said to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, or, uh, and so it's, yeah, it's quite across the board. But I do think that because it's so open mm-hmm. in terms of sexuality that people are able to maybe admit or mm-hmm. explore or discuss things that they felt were un- 
let's say, unmanly or inappropriate right. in other contexts. Right. Well, you know, it's funny because, I mean, uh, I think most of us had a ha- have had one-night stands. Or I'm talking from my own experience. Mm-hmm. A long time ago, Phil. <laughs> um, and uh, I would say that there's a certain safety mm-hmm. in a one-night. There's a certain emotional safety in a one-night stand because mm-hmm. you know that you're probably not going to see this person again mm-hmm. and you're much more open with them in a certain way, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, you definitely. Know? So, yeah, because you're removed from that person's yeah, life, which yeah. is part of what makes therapy um, right. effective, is right. that you're dealing with somebody who's not part of your day-to-day life. Yeah. Now, in traditional therapy, the therapist um, keeps a pretty neutral um, background about like who they are. I mean, mm-hmm. so aside from the fact that you're sexually... Um, open or whatever mm-hmm. do you keep your the rest of yourself a pretty blank slate or um yeah i did for quite a while until i started linking up with my broader art practice mm-hmm. with it and then so i do have some clients who ask me questions about other things which mm-hmm. is fine and it's really mm-hmm. up to my mm-hmm. client sort of how mm-hmm. far he wants to look or explore and i'm i'm very responsive i mean i'm expecting them to be open so i am open mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. if, so what people do often ask questions and i do mm-hmm. respond um so okay so um have to ask this question mm-hmm. um so are you making a living off of this or how in about around what's what do you think you make yeah well i made my living and paid for grad school at Parsons um, with Naked Therapy and it was exclusively through Naked Therapy that I supported myself Um, Mm -hmm. and then as of recently um, the Naked Pay site that's linked with my music project has actually done quite well and so now together I'm cutting back on Naked Therapy and doing more Mm -hmm. of that because it takes quite a lot of time and energy to Mm -hmm. uh, to content for that so they 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 now are about half and half which Mm -hmm. is really amazing so how much um how much time (laughs) like when you were doing naked therapy was that like five sessions a Mm. week 10 sessions 20 oh well when i was doing it uh a lot uh and it was yeah i would be doing maybe let's see i would do i try not to do more than three a day because they're it's pretty tiring Mm -hmm. um but i would do that maybe like three or four times a week Three or four times a week. So yeah. you could make a living by doing four sessions a week. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Three sessions, like, in a row. Three sessions four, a day, like three, three or four yeah. times so a week. So we're talking ten. Yeah. So we're talking ten sessions yeah, a week. Yeah, so we yeah. can do the math ourselves here. That's yeah. ten times three. That's 3,000 yeah. a week. That's three, six, nine, twelve thousand a month. Um, for, I mean, I know it took a lot out of you, but in, in literal <laughs> terms, I would be working 10 hours a week making, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, like no, this. It's fantastic money. I like this. Yeah. I wish I had the talent, that talent. I don't. And, and I, I mean, you, but I want to make a distinction here too. I think that people don't understand about a lot of sex workers. I think this is sort of like, this is something you're set up to do. You're comfortable. You, you are, you get, um, Set some kind of personal reward mm-hmm. as 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 an artist from yeah. doing this, right? Yeah, and not everybody does, right? And that's a real difference, isn't it? 
Wait, not everybody is in. Like, for example, like I could do it, or I mean, right. not, or like you know, one of your friends, you right, know, right, one right. of your young yeah, exactly. hot friends could do it, yeah, yeah. and they wouldn't be able to connect with it and get some yeah. kind of satisfaction, yeah. some kind of fulfillment. I yeah. think it, I think yeah, it's yeah. fulfilling for you. Am mm-hmm. I right? Yeah, absolutely. And I don't yeah. think a lot of people understand that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah. Yes, it is correct. I think that's a misunderstanding about yeah, you. Yeah. So, um I wanted to um initially uh I wanted to right before we got started, I wanted to part of what I wanted to talk about with you. There's so many things we could talk mm-hmm. about anyway. Oh, and did you so you had heard of my therapy, right? I or had. what ha- what happened? Did somebody did you yeah. find out about it after you got started or how did you hear I about did. it? I did. I found out well, a big turning so my training and my practice was really in performance art and mm-hmm. modern dance. That's what I did in uh-huh. undergrad. Oh, oh you were a modern dancer? Yeah. Under- I yeah. read that you studied biology. Yes. yes, I did a double degree in Where'd biology. Where'd you go to school? The University of Washington in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And how old are you now? Oh, I don't tell. But you can okay. Google are it. You from, are you from Washington? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's okay. Um, so I moved to New York to pursue dance and I was very actively involved in this performance art scene and the mm-hmm. performance art club run by Claudia LaRocco back in the day. Oh yeah. Where um, where was it? Um it we would meet well it was actually originally run through WNYC and then it went off on its own and it still has a website but it's not active. So we would meet at shows and discuss and oh, talk. but it, it was, was really like exciting. an East Village kind of thing? Um all in New York. It just wherever the show oh, okay. was. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um but but very focused on downtown experimental work. Mm-hmm. So that was my background and I started naked therapy with that as a background. Um and I actually found out about you through Jeremy Barker who wrote an article on Culture Bot. Um uh, because I started making as, as I'm curious about because the year I found out about you I think a little later maybe but I want to also ask you about that a second. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was kicked out of a, the West Chelsea Artist Open Studio when I was I was showing visual and performative work under my name Sarah White. Um, Is that your real name? No, no. I have a really no. close friend named Sarah White, by uh, the way, a very, very close friend, which I remember. I remember it was so funny. It's like Sarah White, who's nothing like you. <laughs> but go ahead. Um, well, I mean, at the time, I had a performance space out of my house. There were a lot of reasons I was trying to keep them really separate. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, so I was keeping them really separate, but I felt that Sarah White was with the sort of real incredible experiences I was having talking to men had. A, mm-hmm. a unique voice and so I wanted to create an art under her name and I was mm-hmm. and I met with this with a guy who runs the West Chelsea Artist Open Studios and he was totally cool with me um, taking part I submitted and then I was eventually kicked out because he did not like the featured image that I submitted with my work and so this was a very too nice, explicit too commercial huh. okay. he, said I, he said I was in he said my work was an ad and not art and that I was <sighs> A Sorry. commercial entity and not an artist. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <that> Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. That's annoying. I'm annoyed by that idea. But, go, <laughs> but by, yeah. by a fucking judgmental curator. Right. But yeah. hello, whatever. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty well. But that prejudice still exists in the art world. Oh, of course. Over, so. Yeah. Everywhere. Um, yeah. 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 So yeah. what happened? So I was kicked out and um, then I had... And the bonus of that was that I had a lot of really nice write-ups on my work as, as an art 
practice or as mm-hmm. an art question. And so Jeremy mm-hmm. Brecker wrote this great es- this great essay um, in Culture About on it. And um, then Andy Horowitz came in and said, oh, well, at least she has proof of purchase with Lisa Levy's work. And so that was when I first, uh, um, or is the phrase proof of purchase that you had done it because you've been doing therapy as art for a while. Right. What is proof of purchase? Is that the, that's not the right word. Proof, proof of, of concept? Yeah. That, that's uh, concept. So, yeah, because I remember Andy wrote something <laughs> yeah, about it on Culture Bond. So, yeah, did you, was that where you found about it or was that before that you heard no, about therapy? No, um, I didn't put that together. Uh-huh. I mean, that was just like, I've known Andy a while yeah. and, you know, um, it was just like, oh, that was so nice of Andy. <laughs> um, I'm sure I read about it in the media. Oh, was cool, was yeah. it in the Times? Um, it was in the New York Daily. I don't think it was in the Times, though. It's been. It was in. I mean, it was kind of everywhere. It was true, right? Everywhere in 2011. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it was something, and mm-hmm. you know, over That's the years, cool. I mean, I have been doing this therapy thing for a long time. I mean, there's there things crop up all the time of people doing yeah, therapy yeah. this way. I'm sure you're aware of it yeah, too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. So, um, I mean, I thought it was really cool and interesting, and people talked to me about it. Mm-hmm. So I was aware of it, mm-hmm. but um, you know, I mean. It was, I thought it was really, I mean, I thought it was interesting and mm-hmm. I didn't really, I mean, I didn't really know what to make of it because it was, It w- now I do because mm-hmm. I know you and I know your work better and yeah. you've been doing a lot more, you know, you've, yeah. that was a long Definitely. time ago, so yeah. there's a whole context around it, Definitely. so I have a different sense of it. But at yeah. the time I just thought, hmm, this is interesting yeah, and yeah. I honestly looked into it at the time and digested it and... Sure. You know, um, then um, later on, I put together that the work you're doing now is you're that person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so you use Sarah White. Just so I want to make it clear, Sarah White was your stage is your stage name for your therapist. Yeah. Just like mine is Dr. Lisa Levy, SP, mm-hmm, self-proclaimed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. So um, and so um, okay. So what I had, what like I said, what I sort of been wanting to to talk to you about today, one of the things, I mean, there's so much, like I said, but one of the things I want to discuss with you was your family and your background to um, try to understand um, where your views on sexuality, maybe, you know, I would love to hear about your relationship Mm -hmm. with your father and stuff like that and how your parents view what you do. But um, just to put put this out on the Mm -hmm. table is when I asked you that, um, you said that that's something you don't talk about out of respect. Can uh, you explain? I mean, this is totally <laughs> cool. We are not here to push anybody. I just want, I just want people to understand. I want my listeners to understand how difficult, like what you're, what you, what you, what you really deal with. What's yeah. it, what, what really, what it's really like to be you. Um. Well, as of my most recent project. The, the, rock is, oh, the rock star one, where you're going to be on the cover of Rolling Stone. Exactly, my ass will be. Oh, um, but yes, that's me too. Um, as of that project, I'm just not allowed anymore to talk about my family's reaction to my work, and um, it's hard to know what I can or can't say without um, upsetting people, and it's it's pretty um, it's pretty unfortunate. So, <laughs> was that a verbal agreement or that you made with them? Um, or can you not? Don't don't. If yeah. you say it, just just yeah. say the fifth. Just say the fifth. <laughs> the fifth. Okay, the fifth. Okay. Um, so, can you talk about how you said unfortunate? How do you how do you feel about how 
how that yeah it hurts how your work how, <laughs> how does let's talk about how your work affects your life like how, in general like how do you mm-hmm. feel about it like what's going on what go, what happens for you um well I mean, talk um, about your family first sorry it's such a general question well I think I think actually it's probably easier to just talk more broadly um oh okay and I guess on on one level people do seem to be looking at the work at my work and responding quite well to it and on another level I definitely receive a whole lot of I think just the most basic way to call it is slut shaming (laughs) for the kind of work that I do and it's often packaged in this really weird like uh in a very weird way and it um it's yeah it's hard because it's pretty I mean I think it's pretty pretty vulnerable work I would say um but it's it's just amazing how many different directions that this stuff comes out from and it's hurtful though I'm trying to get a thicker skin about it but still hard (laughs) yeah um I would guess people would say to you well you must you're not I mean I'm not I'm not I'm not defending these people but there are probably people say that um you would well how can you be surprised right uh, surprised about what? That, I mean, I hate that you're being slut-shamed. Yeah, and yeah. I personally, as that another woman, apologize for that. Yeah. But um, people, I mean, no one, I mean, I'm not, I'm not surprised. I'm sad, but I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. Are you surprised? Um, no, I'm not surprised. That's a good point. <laughs> Were you surprised when, it's, when you started doing what you're doing? Were you, did you have any idea? I had no idea how aggressively negative some people would react, but mm-hmm. I think that we're very, as a whole, or many of us are still very sexually repressed, especially in America. So mm-hmm. it's just as soon as you see something that's sexual, it's like it can't be art, it can't be smart, it can't be thoughtful. You just have to say that it's wrong, and that's mm-hmm. the easiest way to deal with it. I'm also wondering, as a dancer, you know, like, um, for example, like my work comes in more, much more out of writing than mm-hmm. it does or visual, you know, it, it, our work our work intersects, but my work is coming out of a very verbal. I'm obviously a big mouth verbal person. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I was a dancer because that would be so much fun. But <laughs> I I'm wish not I was verbal. <laughs> <laughs> but so I'm just saying, like as a dancer, um, that creativity is all very intuitive. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's very perform performance. Based well, it's also in your body. Yeah. It's also like yes, based in totally. your body and mm-hmm. the creativity that you experience through your body, something mm-hmm. I'm not that aware of, something I don't have that skill. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wonder if that is makes it more difficult for you if you were Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Margo, we can't talk now. <laughs> um, but um, I wonder if that's if that makes it harder for you, because by nature, your creativity is connected to your body, mm-hmm. not your verbal skills. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Do you think that's, that's hard? Super true. Um, Do you think you have trouble getting your message out because you're not yeah. the writer, verbal, big mouth yeah. person? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. And that must be very frustrating for you. It is frustrating. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So you must feel a lot. Of, I bet you're really kind of angry about a lot of sh- bullshit that goes <laughs> on. Are you? Um, yeah, yeah. And is that part of what's motivating you now? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, I think that my most recent project is an attempt to both, uh, 
be a, yeah, it, it, it's always sort of, um, what's the phrase, like a battering, not a punching bag. I feel like often um, I no, put myself out right. as a punching bag. Uh-huh. Um, but the most recent project, yeah, I think in withdrawing a bit and moving more into a, a music, into a musical mm-hmm. form, I'm trying to get, be able to express a bit more um, and I don't know hopefully broaden the conversation in some way because mm-hmm. it's starting to feel kind of stuck. Well, also, we're we're very comfortable seeing sexuality in our music videos, right? Naked women are fine if it's a man yeah. putting it together or whatever, yeah. or sexuality. I mean, sexuality in therapy is controversial. Mm-hmm. Sexuality in a music video is... Well, not that I mean. I mean, I think it actually is a little controversial. The way you're doing it, yeah. The way I'm doing it, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, you would think that they would be more open to mm-hmm. it. So, do you think, like, I imagine, like, you would imagine, I would imagine, you'd be feeling a lot of women are jealous of you. I mean, or competitive. Would do you feel that way? I can't imagine that you don't. Um, oh, like a lot of women as in peers, or well, we're talking about like. Like in the We're talking about like <laughs> slut shaming, and I read oh, a lot yeah. of the quotes. Yeah, yeah, I read yeah. like um, part of your art was to put both good and bad comments yes. on the videos from yes. whatever. Yes. So I saw a lot of really negative shit by mm-hmm. women. It makes me crazy. Yeah. So do you do you think those women are jealous of you? That's what I think. Yeah. Do yeah. you? I'm sure that's part of it. Do you think about that, or are you? Or yeah, I've thought that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the easy way to react. But part of that is true, too, Mm -hmm. right? It's probably a lot Mm -hmm. of things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, here's something that that I'm curious about. So this is, is, um, you know, so anyway, um, this is something, this sounds, I'm wondering if this sounds, I'm, I'm, at, I'm asking this question at the same time. I'm wondering if this is not a nice question to ask you. So I'm just <laughs> going to put that out there. Okay. okay. You you believe I'm supportive of your work, yes, which I definitely. truly am. Okay. So, um, okay. So you're a beautiful young woman and you look great. Uh, you know, you're a dancer mm-hmm. and you, you are also really talented at moving. You know, you're very connected to your body and, and you know how to move and like, mm-hmm. you know, you're great. Um, so, um, what if you would, what would, like, what, what if you were not so beautiful? What if, like, do you think somebody who's not, a, you know, do you think you have to be attractive? Like, what's your feeling about doing the kind of work you're doing in physical appearance? Like, what's your feeling about that? Like, do you um, have to be beautiful yeah. to do it? I mean, I think that I've chosen beautiful as an aesthetic. So I've, and it, and um, in terms of, I mean, in terms of, I I I do yoga every day when I can. You mm-hmm. know, I'm very physically active, um, but that's mm-hmm. because it's what is, I I also just need as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely put on makeup and mm-hmm. clothing and a performance. To, mm-hmm. to come across as more beautiful. Um, I mean, I think you start off by saying, and, it, and it's, of course, a big... Well, I mean, I think that the one thing I want to say is that... But I also... I go. It's quite extreme. Like, I, I've always felt that also, even just the act, like, on my Instagram, I, I'll show my ass, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it'll be 
clothed, but mm-hmm. it's still there. So, I mean, I'm not, I don't have all of the features that would really make it um, me fully in that direction. Yeah, um, that's so true. I, comp- I mean, I, I, I work true. hard and I compromise and I, um, you know how to, you use, know how to work, work what it. I have. You know how to work it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and that so, makes sense and to I, me. I've always believed that any, any woman who wants to do that can, can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know that there are, definitely differences but there's an there's an incredible diversity especially on instagram which is why i really like instagram of different body types and different people who who gather no that's a really good point i'm glad to hear you say that i mean think about to i'm glad to think about that because like you have really nice lingerie and you know and you you are presenting yourself i mean there are you're obviously genetically like really good looking but there are also a lot of other women who mm-hmm. could probably do the same thing who don't yeah. see themselves in that role mm-hmm. you're you yeah. yeah you work you 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 have a talent for um presenting that side or mm-hmm. whatever yeah. that makes sense so like i was uh, here's a question from an mm-hmm. old lady okay so, because um, I'm going to be 60 in May, I'm so obsessed with this. So, what, like, I have noticed that a lot of um, people that I've known for years and years and years now, since we were all really, well, I mean, I, not me, but no, I mean, I, I've always seen myself as the best friend of the pretty girl. So, um, a lot of women cannot move on, have a, have a hard time st- you know, when you get to be 60, no matter how good you look, you're not a good-looking young woman. Mm-hmm. So a lot of women have a hard time making that transition where they are not that person anymore, mm-hmm. no matter how great they look. Mm-hmm. So how do, how, do you ever think about that? Do you look in the future? Do you wonder, like, what you're going to substitute? Like, are you going to substitute? Like, how, do you, see, how yeah. do you see getting old? Give me some <laughs> advice. Uh, or maybe you just don't, don't have know. to think about that. Well, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's a huge, I mean, obviously like Cindy Sherman has been a really interesting example, how visually she has, how she's done mm-hmm. and represented herself visually. I don't know. I mean, I think that it will be a big part of my art practice, but I don't, I just, I, I can't, I don't know yet how it will come across. Mm-hmm. But I'm also really excited when I'm older to be dealing with these images of me when I'm younger and to have that, Hmm. in my visual artwork Mm -hmm. so part of what i'm trying to do here is just get as much as i can as many photos as i can i'm on like a really really hard uh schedule just a really fast schedule of just trying to get tons of images um and then see how they play out like right now through the celebrity project but also in the long term and because i think yeah so i don't know yet but i'm excited for it so you're kind of mining your youth in the moment and you know you are yeah yeah, and you're aware of that yeah that's really interesting that's a really that's really um that's a really interesting point that's just a really interesting point people think about that (laughs) mine your youth hold Mm -hmm. yeah use it what use it use every age for what you have so can we talk to you about like boyfriends or dating or your relationship with your personal like what it's like to to for guys that meet you or how do you mm-hmm. how do you handle a how do you handle having a relationship with a man uh how do you resolve that with your art well anyone who i have a relationship with has to be very cool and open minded and cool is what i do Mm-hmm. straightforward um i mean in terms of i guess even just friends i've lost a lot of friends through 
again, for some reason, this most recent project, it's literally like people like didn't notice what I was doing before. So really, because I feel like it's the same thing. It's just sort of an extension. Mm -hmm. Um, But for some reason, it's Mm -hmm. been this most recent project that has like really freaked out a lot of old friends. Um, But besides that, I I mean, I yeah. and meeting, let's see, meeting men. I mean, I'm pretty, I'm actually pretty, um, I don't know. I'm pretty, I'm a pretty chill person, I guess, most of the time. No, but. So, so for, so just someone has to be really non-judgmental. Someone's just got to be cool. But do you have like a boyfriend now? I do have a boyfriend. So, but like any sex worker, mm-hmm. I mean, that whole thing of being like sexually available to the public yeah. in the way that yeah totally so how does that resolve how does that play out well i think he thinks it's hot so i think it's uh, probably needs to be that way i mean i yeah did you meet through your work um we met through an interest in art actually but he's open-minded in terms of the mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. which i still consider art the sex work part of it but you know yeah, don't. we're calling it <laughs> art. Thank you. <laughs> no, don't thank me. I mean, you you you're committed to this, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's yeah, no question absolutely. about it. Yeah. So, do you think that like how how does your work reflect does it affect your relationship or do you feel like you're you're able to have a comfortable, nice relationship and it's not getting in the way of that? Um, I mean, I think it's always sort of in the conversation, mm-hmm. but I'm a total workaholic, so everything uh, I do during the day is always part of everything. Ah, um, uh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So <laughs> this work that this art that you're doing is sounds really on a personal level, mm-hmm. like really, really difficult. Like just yeah, it, that it it's affects very personal. Yeah, it affects everything. But it affects your life in a really profound Absolutely. way, I think, right? Yeah. Well yeah, and I, I keep thinking with my new Instagram especially, like and deciding to do the naked site mm-hmm. that you know, I've definitely cut off a lot of job opportunities. Um <laughs> mm-hmm. because but I, at the same time I feel like I'm in a position where I can stand up because I don't think that it should cut off any job opportunities um, for any woman. So I feel like I'm able to stand up for women who, you know, maybe can't use their real name or who can't, um, I don't know, who are losing their jobs but aren't, don't have a platform on which to point it out. Yeah, but I mean, if you weren't make, you're making money right. this way, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. it gives you no, a certain I, amount absolutely. of freedom, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And it's, I mean, it's, yeah. And it's, but it, it is hard to make money at this. Like I've definitely, um, I mean, making money off a pay site these days is really difficult. So it, it's not, it's not. So, so yeah, you so could exactly. take so all it gives that. me the freedom that to be able to talk on it. But you, but you could take all that small business energy and probably put it into another business and do pretty well too, right? Yeah, maybe. But it's hard. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I mean, I'm sure it's hard. So, do you ever like think like so? It's yeah. affected your relationship with your family. That's yeah. is that. What's the hardest part? Is that the hardest part? Yeah, I would say that's the hardest part right now. Yeah. And um, are you going to a therapist? No. So how do you mm-hmm. do you? I mean, does it? Do you get upset about it, or how do you? I'm not. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. you know, it's really interesting. I'm going to tell you how it, my sense of you from this 45 minutes or whatever it is. My sense of you is that you are really smart. Um, 
you've got a good moral compass, all that stuff. You're great. Um, but you're really, really physical, and you do have a – you're not naturally like somebody who can uh, verbally protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that's got to be really tough. And um, but I'm also getting I'm also having hard um, a hard time getting a sense of your you're very um, good at, um, you know, being in the moment and being poised. And I feel like I can't I feel like you're you're pretty well protected about your feelings, which is which I totally get. Is that true? Because I can usually read feelings a little bit better than I can read them from you. Interesting. Well, I am a therapist too, so. (laughs) Yeah, no, (laughs) I mean. that's part of it. No, but if you didn't have a way of protecting your feelings, you wouldn't be able to do this at all anyway. Mm -hmm. Like maybe the way that you communicate your feelings is through your physical being, Mm -hmm. which isn't literal, Mm -hmm. so you're more protected that way. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense to you? Yeah, it does make sense, yeah. And or online. Yes, and online. So. I would love to hear you verbalize your feelings a little bit if you if you want to you know we d- we have 15 minutes left mm-hmm. um we don't have to you know rush I mean I mean I'm trying not to make you feel pressured but I do think that there's a lot of feelings that you could articulate if you felt like you were interested in doing it. Mm. Have would you does that make sense or what do you think? Who, um who would be who who would I be talking to who is it i'm telling my feelings to me i mean what i'm asking is i mean i'm just saying that like i'm having a hard time um getting a sense of your feelings and i wonder like how you feel you have a role in society you do right Mm -hmm. and uh there aren't a lot of people in in your in your on on your um it's the word I'm looking for, parade, yeah. parade or protest. or It's a protest, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of an angry, I mean, angry yeah. protest, angry, yeah. angry being a good word. And yeah. I w- would love to hear you articulate some of those feelings. Like maybe you are angry about society. Mm-hmm. Maybe you are angry oh, yeah. about the role of women. And I'd love to hear some of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm, I definitely am frustrated by... Well, actually, I just went to a talk by Carolee Schneeman mm-hmm. last night at the New York Public Library, and it was great. And she said, um, she said right off the bat that um, I think the word she used was that it's problematic to be heterosexual. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it is. It is. It is. So it's sort of, I guess, my main feelings right now, and I'm really, I really identify with what she said. Um, I, I mean, I just. I wish that we could all really accept each other for each individual sexuality is sort of my main feeling right now. And and I, and I, and I don't, I don't think that there's value to telling some people that theirs is wrong and others are right or some are better than others. I think it's all great to be sexual and, and actually just being sexual in the first place is what is pretty repressed still. Um, so I'm not sure if that's really feelings, but I feel a lot of censorship, I guess. And so I'm often, I guess, careful about what I say because things are kind of used against me, but, um, but you're provoking. What's interesting is like you're provoking a lot. And so what are you, what do you think you're, 
You know what I mean? Like, I feel there's like a lot of strong feelings that because your work is so literally provocative, mm-hmm. literally, and yeah. and it's interesting. I mean, I think there is a lot to think about there, and I think that you're probably like learning so much for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, have absolutely. You, have you ever been in therapy? Um, not like real extended therapy. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I've I've st- I've kept away from it for some reason. So funny, <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Have you ever like thought you'd like to or? I've considered it, but it's. Uh, yeah, you'd probably be good. Time. You know, it probably <laughs> might be good for you. Like I don't even some know where I'd start. <laughs> some kind of Reiki or whatever those physical like yeah. a- Alexander technique yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you're well, more like yeah, that. Yeah, that's the way yoga is very meditative for me. And yeah. So as a kid, were you like um, kind of? Like play, uh, I imagine you as an introverted child. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, I was. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah, I've kind of always been that way. Mm-hmm. And like in high school, yeah, I was not cool. I was a nerd. Did you do really well in school? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. So what did you think? You know, what Which did is, did okay. you what did you imagine you were going to do when you? grew up yeah well I always thought I actually did really well in biology so I always thought I would eventually go back and become a um, a doctor mm-hmm. um, but that I would just sort of dance for a bit and then a lot of dancers I know became physical therapists so I always thought maybe physical therapist but I was like oh I don't want to do that because that's not actually like really the top like the doctors are at the top right 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 so, uh, so I was like so I should do doctor but I just never got back I never got back to it so that's what I thought I would do mm-hmm. um, and I think that actually that's a big part of sort of where like um, old friends and family that sort of struggle with the new work is that they're like well but she could have been a doctor <laughs> why is she choosing this as a as a mm-hmm. pathway since it's seen this sort of pathway is seen as something that um, women only do when they can do nothing else or something, <laughs> which, uh, again, I, I just think is well, looking th- down on the women and looking down on everyone who engages with them, too. So what do you, what do you, what do you say to that? Like, what would you say to that? Uh, to someone who says that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, well, um, to, to me, someone who said that to me. Like, can you can you can you convey to them? Or I mean, it's a. Are you? I mean, I imagine it's a connection to your to your art project that they can't understand. Is that what yeah, it is? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then it gets into yeah. So for me, it's definitely part of an art practice, and and then it gets into this like trying to describe what contemporary art's like, and sort mm-hmm. of post internet mm-hmm. art, and and social media art, and online art. And just, you know, mm-hmm. internet is so beyond what most of these people um, can comprehend, I guess, in internet art in particular, and this kind of internet art. So it's really, it's just sort of like a generational difference. It's a reality difference. It's like with New your, York with your small town. family, but like your friends, you were saying you lost a yeah, lot of friends. So yeah. some of your friends don't get it either, or? Yeah. Yeah. What yeah, happens there? From, yeah, friends from that I'd had since middle school in this most recent project have we've had falling outs. Um, and how about friends that you know you've had currently? So Do friends they get I have it? currently get it, or I'm not friends with them. Basically, mm-hmm. that would make sense. <laughs> um, Do you have a lot of women friends? Yeah, yeah, actually. Ex- Pretty much, pretty much exclusively. exclusively women and a lot of great sex worker friends who mm-hmm. are really 
amazing. Is that mostly the people that you're most comfortable with, or yeah, and they're the people who get it. They're the ones who actually the have anything interesting people. or real. Yeah, yeah. I think there is like a whole um, world of sex worker people who really are talented at it and good at it and get something out of it. Absolutely. I don't think they're doing it because they're like the the the, the, the cliche, the stereotype is that it's a heroin addict who has no way to make money, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there are a lot of women Absolutely. and men who are making money because they feel like they're probably doing something for other yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that it's interesting and that it's exciting and that, I mean, it's endlessly fascinating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You really get to connect with people. I mean, there's so many... And um, so what do you what do you say to people? We only have seven minutes left. So what do you say to people who say to you um, who what do you say? So a lot of people would say that you're just exploiting yourself to like the lowest form, the lowest, Mm -hmm. you know, like um, desire of men, the most base desire of men. And you're giving, you know, you're giving away like I could go Mm -hmm. through your they can just go through your Instagram thing and, you know get something for free mm-hmm. i mean which is really stupid but what do you what how how do you respond to that tell us uh the, the, do you get mad the, at guys what do you think guys are doing there are asshole right. guys we're all <laughs> yes so how do you feel about that like how do you who are well, the guys who are sh- slush me or the well i'm not i mean, mean the fact there that there <laughs> there are uh there're not that many yeah no and i think a slush shaming it's, it's like it's so, I mean, all the examples I can think are all from women. Yes. So say something that a woman, can you tell, tell us one that particularly stuck out? You don't have to say any names so that my, re, my, my listeners can <laughs> understand how fucked up this is. Oh, just that I'm dragging women backwards that, um, I, I don't know. I can't even, I can't like think women, you. So <laughs> it's really the idea of women objectifying themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So, Women women can objectify themselves if they want to. Is mm-hmm. that what you mean? Or or is objectifying yourself also saying that you that's not all you are or um sorry I don't, I don't Well, you Yeah, I'm not being <laughs> I mean, clear. No, 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 no that's tricky. Right. It's tricky. Yeah, no, I'm trying to under I'm trying to I mean these are are such I mean we we you know what we we yeah, we we'll have to do this again because there's so much to think about and and it's so um it's so complicated because the way that I see it is kind of like the way the world the typical stuff that the world you probably don't even understand how people get to where they get to their ideas about mm-hmm. you, do you? Do you sometimes feel that way? You um, like that people think, you know, you're exploiting yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um well, I would say normally that's because they think that about anyone who's doing the sort of thing that I'm doing. So mm-hmm. it's, it's not even particular to me usually. Mm-hmm. I get that. So what do you think? I mean, um, I'm making money on it. So Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, and, and I mean, which I think you were saying earlier that, yeah, I mean, I give out a lot of free content, but I also charge for naked. And that's a pretty simple line for me. And, you know, everyone can pick their own line. But, you know, I, I don't see the free content as um i don't see that as yeah it's not unpaid labor it's it's, right uh, it is it is paid and it is voluntary and for me i mean i just feel it's quite fortunate that it's also what i use in my art practice so they have a really nice sort of uh double use 
So, yeah, no, that's, yeah, yeah, no, that's good. So what do you kind of, like, hope to, like, assuming, I mean, I think that the project of ONA is a, you know, I mean, you're looking to grow your your concept, your practice, your experience. So what, what are you, yeah. what are you motivated to, what are you hoping to get? What are you yeah. looking for? Can you explain that? Yeah. Well, my idea with that project was always to sort of, to try to grow in both the celebrity sphere and the art world sphere at the same time. Mm-hmm. So to see and to make it an intentional celebrity as art practice project. So I'm still figuring out what that really means. Um, but I mean, for me, it's like on one hand, I'm working really hard at my visual work, which I feel very strongly about. And then on the other hand, I'm working at this sort of online social based, the Ona project. Mm -hmm. And it's, I mean, it's, it's hard because in terms of actually becoming a real celebrity, most celebrities are actually quite industry manufactured, kind of like the pop musicians and the, um, you know, kind of these people have come up through traditional means. So I'm, it's a, using the word celebrities slightly they have a machine behind yeah exactly exactly Mm -hmm. and i definitely don't i'm completely completely Mm -hmm. diy which i think is okay because that's sort of what like true internet uh Mm -hmm. celebrities Mm -hmm. can come from Mm -hmm. um but it's hard because i am trying to get music related press and it's lacking sort of these institutions and not working with the right producers it's definitely um more of a challenge but for me i think about it as it's 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 a project that whether um is super successful in terms of celebrity or is not is all part of it and it's sort of it's more about the strive for it and the debt and the diarizing of it and the um, images that come out of it Mm -hmm. and the process of it um Mm -hmm. Because, you know, when I did Sarah White, I basically became a little celebrity right off the bat and it was kind of without even realizing it. And so this is in a way a more sort of extended process that I can make Mm -hmm. public because therapy Mm -hmm. is quite private. I Mm -hmm. definitely don't feel like I would never make any of that stuff public. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is sort of my take two on that event and trying to uh, mine it for its What what attracts you about being a celebrity would attract well I think we all I just think we all are engaged in a celebrity project at some level Um, (laughs) because we're online (laughs) you know I mean Mm -hmm. you know you you have branding and uh, Mm -hmm. and your uh, your fans and people who like you and so I just think that in ways we just all are so I just feel like just saying that we all are which that's pretty funny (laughs) I like that so there's a lot of its approval okay one minute say say where to find you Okay, um, my website is leahschrager.com, and my music project is onaartist.com. And Instagram. And Instagram, mm-hmm. forward slash onaartist, mm-hmm. and Instagram, forward slash leahschrager. And I'll, I'll post that all on my uh, site, too. So you can go to my site if you, uh, if you forget, if you get distracted <laughs> by the photos. <laughs> Okay, so I think we've got like uh, 20 seconds. This whole thing has gotten me, you know, I get really neurotic at the end because I never really end the show in a very graceful way. That's all I can say. So thanks so much for being on here today. All right, do you sing? Sing, sing it. Let's go out. Sing, sing a couple bars. No, no, thank you. No, we have. Without laughing. Without laughing.